Hey, everybody. I need to take a moment out of this podcast just to uh, talk to you just briefly about Anchor. Anchor is the platform that I use to make this podcast, and I have to tell you that it is a game changer. I was really nervous about how to find the time to record my podcast and to get it out to the world, and Anchor made it such an easy process. Everything is in one place. You just sign up. It distributes everything to all of the different um, platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of those. And literally all you need to do is record and edit uh, just straight from the platform. It is a game changer because it's so easy. Check it out today um, by downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I highly recommend it. It's what I use and it has been a game changer for myself and for other people who are listening to my podcast. So go check it out. Hey, everybody, it's Tara Bryan, and you are listening to the Course Building Secrets Podcast. Hey, guys, in this episode, I want to talk about the concept of it's knowing when to teach your learners, not what to teach your learners, right? So for most of us as experts, it's really easy to come up with a list of all of the things that you want somebody to know. Um, so if you pick your topic, whatever your specialty is, whatever your business is, whatever your expertise is, what happens is you pick your topic and then you're like, okay, here are all the things that I want them to know. And typically that's a a top-down outline and you just, you go to town, right? They need to know the basics. They need to know, um, you know, this part of the framework, this part of the framework, this part of the framework, that part of the framework. Like if you're really creative, you can you know, give each part of the framework a snappy title, right? But all of that is very centered around what you want them to know, what information you're going to teach them in order for you to sort of download your expertise, right? That's kind of everyone's natural inclination is like, I just want to teach everybody everything I know. And that means I'm just going to give them a ton of information and then they're going to go and sift through it and figure out what to do with it and how to apply it to get the the results that you're promising which is a really really bad position for a learner to be in i'm not i'm not going to lie and but this is the tendency this is the traditional education model we have this is how most people have learned or think that they have learned as they've gone through um, their own education. And, and so in, in the Learn Academy program, what, what I teach is, you know, how to flip that on its side. So you're really just looking at the actions that somebody needs to take in order to be um, successful. And if you can nail those actions, right? So what's the path? What's the journey that that learner needs to go on and to step through where they are today to where they're going to end up? right? That result that you're giving them. Then what you want to do is show them the path along the way, the activities that they need to be able to do in order to be successful. Because at the end of the day, unless you apply the information that you're learning, you're not able going to be able to get to that result. You can talk about getting to the result. You can, uh, you know, learn the result, but you're not actually going to get to the result until you take action, until you take a step in a direction that moves you closer to that result. 
So when we look at the learner's journey, what we do is we look at the success path, right? What's the path from where they are today to where we want them to go, and then the steps along that journey. So that's a that, that's the way that we look at it. The and so if I can get people to think about their their information that way, what happens is a lot of the sort of extra extra stuff that you feel is important will fall away. And then what happens is when somebody has reached that that initial result, whatever it is that you're saying that they can do, then what happens is then they're going to be more interested in all of that extra information that you're super excited and geeked out about. Um, But when they're first learning, they don't necessarily need it. So a lot of times I'll use the analogy of skiing. So if you are a a skier um, or an aspiring skier and you go up to the mountain, when you ski for the very first time, what do you think that you need to know in order to successfully get down a mountain? Think about that for a minute, right? Like, what do you need to know? You need to know how to get down that mountain or the hill without killing yourself, right? Or ending up in the toboggan, the ski patrol toboggan that will take you to the hospital, right? Like your whole motivation, the whole result is to get down the hill without killing yourself. And so all you need, the steps along your path are to get you to that point where you can get down without killing yourself. So things like the pizza or the French fries. So if you're a skier or you're a uh, have young kids, you know what I'm talking about. The pizza, which is your you you stop, right? French fries is go, right? That's where you're parallel skiing, and um and so you know that's really what you need to know, right? You need to know kind of how to stay on the chairlift and how to put your skis on and some of those other details along your path. But but essentially, like if you could stop, you're good, right? <laughs> you you literally could get down the mountain if you knew how to stop. So don't overcomplicate teaching somebody how to ski for the first time, right? They need to know how to go and they need to know how to stop. You can help them put their skis on, right? You can help them take them off, right? So that may be an important step along the way that you want to teach, which is totally fine. But they don't need to know the history of skiing. They don't need to know how their skis were made. They don't need to know um, a list of all of the ski resorts or the famous skiers in the United States or internationally. Like They don't need to know any of that stuff yet. Once they have successfully started their skiing career, they've gone up and down a couple of times. They're super excited about it. They love the um, they love skiing, then you introduce them to all those advanced concepts. But what starts to happen, and this is this probably seems like an obvious example. However, this is what happens when we start creating our courses, is that we are looking at it from the lens of an expert, not from the lens of our learner, which are typically um, you know beginners. Or they're somewhere along that expert's curve. That means they're not as much of an expert as you, right? So it doesn't matter who your avatar is, if they're totally 100% beginner or they're somewhere in the middle between that and you, they aren't going to need as much of your expertise to to get to the point where there is as much of an expert as you. Eventually, yes. But when you're building your course, most often what they need 
are the basics. They need those foundational elements. They need to know how to get to their first path for success. So yesterday I was um, talking to a group that I meet with and um, one of the guys that was on the call had this great outline um, of his course and it was awesome. And it included everything you could ever imagine about the topic. And as he started talking through it, it was very clear that there were at least two distinct audiences that he was creating this training for. And what started to happen was the, the and this is very common, this swirl of, you know, well, you know, this group needs this and this group needs this. And but so I'm just going to put it all in one course and then they can all access it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. So but what happened was when he started talking about it, that what they needed was different. Right. So the beginners needed the foundational um, elements. They need they didn't need to understand like the vocabulary and the jargon in the field and some of the basics to get started. And other people have had been doing it for years. They're doing it full time. They're pretty up to speed. They just need to go to the next level. Those are two totally different learners and you have to have different learning experiences for them. Now there are ways to sort of combine this if you want to, right? So it's, it's, you know, 101 or it's, you know, beginners or however you want to call, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like I would come up with a better name, but like, you know, this group is going from zero to, to this result. Then once they've gotten that result, then they, you know, put some time in, then they go back and they can do the next level. And the next level then gets them up to that next point. And then maybe there's a third level, which is, you know, they've created the system, you've gotten them to where you want them to be, then you can grow and scale them, right? So then it's like, okay, you're starting out, you don't know what you're doing, you gotta, you gotta learn that first. You gotta have some um, practice and some activities that get them just that initial result, and then you go from that initial result to okay, now you're humming along, things are good, and um, you know you can see how this is a viable thing that could produce results on a regular basis. And then from there, once they've gotten there, then you can be like, okay, here is how you put jet fuel on it and make it even bigger. But don't be afraid to create either three different courses or three different learning paths or just three different ways that you're thinking about it. Because as an expert, you are so excited about what your what your topic is, what your thing is, that you want everyone to become an expert like you. And the challenge is, is that they've got to start in the right place instead of starting where you are, right? So you've got to start them where they are. And that's why I say it's a matter of when, not a matter of of what, right? So when you are looking at what your what your material is, what is that result? What's that initial result you can give someone? What's the next result? What's the next result? Right? We got to keep it simple so people can learn, but you've got to do it in their timeline, right? So when is it appropriate for that newbie? to jump to the next level. If you have somebody who, and in uh, one of the stories is he's like, well, you know, one of my, one of my offerings is literally like they can look over my shoulder and see what I'm doing and then apply it to their business. But the challenge with that is, is like for somebody who is aspiring to be at his level, 
that's an amazing opportunity, right? For someone who's just getting started, for them to look over his shoulder, they have no idea what he's talking about. And and so they would completely miss the value of that. So they just need to start in a different place. So eventually the the idea of looking over his shoulder is amazing, right? And, And exactly what they need to go to the next level. But when they're getting started, they don't need that. So while he perceived that as his highest value, it really depends on where your learners are. If your avatar, your learner, is somebody who's brand new and you want to get them in the game, that may not be the right approach because you're going to be answering basic questions. And so you may not even feel like the value is is where it should be if they're looking over your shoulder, right? So, you know, if if the avatar is somebody that's at a level that you want to put jet fuel on what they're doing and show them how they can like 10x where they are today and they're in that business already, like an over the shoulder kind of situation is amazing, right? Because that means that you're getting, you're getting that, you know, bird's eye view of what somebody's doing. That is amazing. But you got to be in the game first in order for that to be an amazing offer. And so so often we, you know, we think about our course or we think about what we're teaching through our lens. And we are not in the same place as our learner. Um, we may have been in the same place as our learner way back when, but as an expert, just so you know, like it's super hard to remember what it's like to not be an expert, like super hard. Um, and so, you know, that is, is critical when you are putting something together. And I will say that like in our agency, this is something that we do all the time, right? Is that, and I actually say this in a sales conversation is when people say, well, are you an expert in this topic? And I'm like, no, and you don't want us to be. Because what we do is we bring in that instructional element. Like we bring in like what that learner needs to know and be able to do at the right time. So the subject matter experts are just worried about like, how do I, you know, how do I get them to that next step? Not trying to teach them everything, which is is overwhelming. And, um, and so it, there's a ton of value in having somebody who's your learner come in and, um, validate, validate the, the plan, the steps, the journey and all of that. Um, so we do that through a beta, right? Um, in our learn Academy program, we teach how to get people to beta. Um, we also do that through, um, you know, course audits and, um, doing some coaching around, being able to look at your topic and figure out like what's the right level, what's the right learning path that somebody needs to be on at that right time. Um, And so just remember that a lot of times it's the when, it's the order that you're putting things in. It's not the what, it's not all of the information. Um, I always joke with, with people at conferences that literally I'm pretty sure that 85% of the information that's put into courses can just be taken out, um, which which always mo- is mind boggling to a lot of people. But again, it goes back to that ski analogy. Like they don't need eighty five percent of the stuff that you think is important right now. They need it when it becomes important and relevant to them. So remember that. Hopefully, this serves you. If you love this podcast, share it with your friends. Give it a solid rating. Give it a comment. Whatever. Um, would love to get your feedback on this. Join us over at Tara Bryan Live and uh, 
to join the conversation. We have much more videos and tons of stuff over there. And, uh, and in the meantime, have a great day. Hey, everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp, which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp, other people get to go to camp, so I think over the summer we should all go to camp as well. All right, so we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.